You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Boys are constantly proving themselves. In boy world, their status is never fixed. That's one reason boys are so susceptible to challenges and dares. And with the advent of social media, there's even more opportunities. How do we turn this around? How do we make dares be a way to teach our boys to be kind, bold, and brave? Our guests today have the answer. They are kind of turning dare culture on its head. Stay tuned for this fabulous conversation after this message from our sponsor. Dear listeners, Jen and I want to share with you a resource that will help you have all the sex talks, all the healthy relationship talks, and that comes from Amy Lang of Birds and Bees and Kids. And what better way than to let her tell you about it? I have a solution to your sex talks questions. It's called the Birds and Bees Solution Center. And if you're thinking, yikes, I don't know how to do this. I'm behind. The thought of this makes me want to run for the hills. I've got your back. You'll become confident and comfortable quickly. You're going to know what's coming next so you can prepare and be comfortable talking with your boys. You'll stop feeling clueless and awkward and embarrassed when you are thinking about having the talks or actually having the talks. And you'll also become your boy's go-to person when it comes to this topic. They really need you, especially these days. It's available 24-7, so if you're having a sex talk emergency which is a real thing, or you just want to plan ahead and get ready for the conversations, this is the place to go. And here's what's in it. So first of all, it's a really easy to use resource. It's standalone. It's there all the time. You'll get uh, one, a couple of the most, I think, important things are there is a video that is about what they need to know at each age and stage. So you can see like where you need to go and maybe where you need to get caught up. And also it prevents you from giving them too much information. There's a video called Poison Porn, Your Kids in Porn. Your boys will be exposed to pornography and this will help you navigate that with them and also get some information for yourself so you feel more comfortable and confident. And then the last thing that I really love is that I have curated age by age, kids safe, videos and books. So these are videos you can watch with your kiddos, books you can read with them. So you don't have to worry like, is this okay for my kid at this age? I've already done that work for you. You need help, it's all here, and your kids depend on you for everything, including this. 
because I am a super fan of On Boys, I actually have a special deal for you all. So if you use the discount code On Boys, you'll get 15% off the one-time payment. It's a one-time payment of $69. Go to birdsandbeescourse.com. And now On Boys. Boys are constantly proving themselves. They live in a world, boy world I call it, in which status is never fixed. It's dependent on your ability to rise to the challenge, to dominate others, not back down from fights. And that is one reason, one reason, why boys are so susceptible to challenges and dares. These can be positive things. You know, the ice bucket challenge that raised money for ALS, very positive. The uh, Tide Pocket Challenge, not so positive. It's also one reason why boys tend to do some stupid things sometimes. That power of a dare is irresistible. Remember the classic Christmas movie, A Christmas Story? The whole reason why Flick's tongue ended up stuck to that flagpole was because he was double and then triple dog dared. You do not back down from a dare. Joining us today are two people who have helped to turn that concept very positive. We have with us today Ted Bunch and Anna Marie Johnson Teague of A Call to Men. Some of you may remember Ted from our previous conversation. We're talking to them both today about their new book, The Book of Dares, 100 Ways for Boys to be Kind, Bold, and Brave. Welcome. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you. Okay. Dare culture, you guys obviously figured out that this is a big thing for boys. I know there's a reason why you made this book be a book of dares versus do nice things for other people and yourself. <laughs> explain, explain your reasoning and uh, where this book is coming from. Yeah, thank you, uh, Jen. I appreciate that opening. It was, it was really spot on. Ted and I, when we set out to write this book, spoke with thousands of boys around the world about the idea of dares, and boys unanimously agreed that dares are equally frightening and fascinating. Mm -hmm. um, so we wanted to take dare culture and turn it on its head and really present 100 positive challenges that all ladder up to promote healthy manhood, authenticity, and gender equity. So it's 100 ways for boys to be kind, bold, and brave, and all the dares in the book ladder up to promote those three values in our boys. You know, Ted, one of the things that uh, you've experienced as a man, you've watched so many boys and men grapple with is often the things that you as a male feel you have to do to prove your worth aren't leading in a positive direction. Can you talk about that? How and why boys and men sometimes rise to challenges that they even know aren't particularly helpful for them or the world? Yes, thank you. So we would call that the collective socialization of manhood and how we pass that down to our boys. And the Book of Dares is actually based on more than 20 years of the experience and work of uh, uh, the organization that both of us work for, which is called The Call to Men. Mm -hmm. And the focus has been all around challenging that collective socialization of manhood and really preventing those things that are harming not only women, girls, and members of the LGBTQ, transgender, non-conforming community, but also men and boys. And so we've coined this term called the man box. 
And boys are expected to live in this man box, right? You can imagine what all those things are. I know your audience understands it very well. Men Watch for- any beer commercial and <laughs> it'll tell you exactly <laughs> what the man box is. Exactly. Well, you mentioned it at the top of the show, constantly proving yourself. You never get to, our boys never get to, to reach the level of that they've proven that I'm masculine and I've reached it and that's it. We have to continue to prove it over and over and over again, almost on a daily basis. And the same is true as men. And the boys are just reflecting what the men Mm -hmm. are doing. So Mm -hmm. that man box is really around being in control, not sharing, uh, not expressing any emotions except for anger, always having to make the decisions and know what to do. Even if we don't, we want to act like we do. You know, one of the things that was really interesting, I was looking at an article recently that um, even with the pandemic, that men are having more difficulty in um, uh, the issues around the pandemic and even asking for help because we're not accustomed to asking for help and our boys aren't asking for help either or if they do, it's seen as a sign of weakness. So this book of dares taps into all those areas. It encourages them to identify their emotions. It encourages them to face their fears, but in a fun and challenging way. It encourages them to understand how being a boy brings a certain amount of privilege and how that impacts other people. It encourages all of these wonderful things around healthy masculinity, around authenticity, and around gender equity and inclusion. When you say, you know, 100 ways for boys to be kind, bold, and brave, I can't imagine a parent alive saying, I don't want that for my son. Like, this is what we are all working towards, and it's difficult. It is difficult. And parents, a lot of times are feeling really overwhelmed about all the things that 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 are being thrown at them. And I have a 12 year old boy. Uh, his name is Jack. And so I recognize, especially because I'm in this work also, that our society is in a moment of great transformation. And a lot of the focus is on the evolution of masculinity. Mm-hmm. And parents of boys are confronted with terms like toxic masculinity, like male privilege, and for parents like me, white privilege. And I feel like a lot of times the headlines are just dominated with stories about men causing harm. So what does that mean for my son? What does he take away from that? We want our boys to know that being a boy is a wonderful thing. And to make every boy's lived experience the very best it can be, we have to be intentional about encouraging their authenticity, allowing them to be who they are helping them develop empathy, educating them on healthy relationships, promoting emotional literacy. And so we know that after 20 years of working and working with and educating men and boys, healthy manhood is the solution. It is the antidote for some of the most destructive problems in our society. Things like domestic violence, sexual assault, sexual harassment, dating violence, bullying, homophobia, school shootings, gun violence, it's all tied together. So we know that that the Book of Dares, we designed it to be an entry point for parents to tackle some of these big, hard issues in an accessible way that's fun for boys in a way that they'll embrace it, but that's also really accessible for parents. Okay, so you got to tell us, give us, give us your like, your top, top two dares. Tell us what they are, what what it looks like. Okay, Ted, let me, I'll go first and then you follow. Okay. okay. 
I mean, it just comes one that that our family has been talking about a lot. You know, we've been talking a lot about racial justice over this past year. And so for parents who might be struggling to talk about privilege with their boys, we have a dare in the book called Dare to Understand Privilege. And it lays out these issues in such such an accessible and unintimidating way. And it gives me as a mom an opportunity to have a positive and empowering conversation with my son one where he walks away feeling like he can be part of the solution, not just the problem. Mm. Uh, so that's a big one that that we've been talking about. And another absolute favorite of mine is Dare to Chip In for Equal Pay. And this dare is so great because it presents a scenario where you have a brother and a sister asked to do the dishes for a week and they do the same work and they both do a great job. But at the end of the week, the girl is paid $30 and the boy is paid $27. So how do y'all think that goes down in the household? <laughs> I, I read about That's that dare. I read That's about that dare. And I got a question though. I have four boys. I don't have a sister to throw into the mix. And my boys, as Janet knows, are getting old enough right now that frankly, they think they know everything. And, um, you know, they're sure that this comes down to the choices that women make and, you know, I'm not going to go into all of it, but the simple question is, what do you do if you only have boys? How can I make that challenge make sense with all boys, guys? Well, the good thing about the book is that it has a hundred dares. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, way to sidestep that one, Ted. There are 99 more. And actually, one of the things that we've learned, because there's so many dares and there's, and, and there, and there's so much focus on authenticity and also gender equity and inclusion, is that because the other uh, dares are focused on healthy masculinity, but those who don't identify as male have found a lot of things in the book. So girls have found things in the book. Uh, uh, gender nonconforming kids have found dares in the book. Fathers are having conversations with their kids that they've never had before. So let me just share, I'll just go right into the book. I'm just opening up. Dare to think about a song's lyrics. Ooh, I like Ooh. it. There's another one, dare to think about how women are portrayed in video games. Oh, dare man. to go tech free. Dare to ask a girl what she thinks. Yeah, dare to share three emotions that you've experienced today. There's a I lot of men who can't do that. I loved that one. I read that one last night and I, I paused. I'm like, okay, well, wait. Jen? Emotions. What have I felt today? <laughs> you know, like we're so busy going through, we don't, I mean, I'm a woman and I am much more in touch with my feeling than a lot of people. We, we talked about the whole highly sensitive thing in a different podcast, but we don't often pause. And I am a lot older and more in tune to that than say, you know, your average 12 year old boy, Anna Marie. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because what do our boys say when we ask them how they are? They say, I'm good. Fine. And they say, I'm good, whether they're good or not. Right. Mm -hmm. Or they say, uh. Yeah. I mean, so we have to push past those one word answers and get our kids to think about, you know, what they're going through and, and give them the language and the tools to articulate it. And I feel like so often as a type A problem solving mama, one of the things that I really have to do when Jack brings me a problem is to hold back on offering him the solution. And instead of immediately trying to help him solve the problem, sit with him in that moment and say, how did that make you feel? Mm -hmm. and let him explore what he's really going to. And that helps him articulate, you know, it made me sad or it made me feel alone or it made me feel happy 
or it made me feel nervous, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. It's not just the negative emotions, right? Mm-hmm. But that's emotional literacy. And we know, and y'all know very well, and your listeners know too, that kids who have higher levels of emotional literacy, they're better problem solvers. They're more successful in school, in their relationships, and even later on in their professional lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if I can add, there, that is also preventing so many things that happen. For instance, anxiety and depression among men is out, off, uh, out of the roof. Mm-hmm. Suicide is three and a half times higher than men. Suicide is higher than with male youth than female youth. Mm-hmm. And then when you talk about the LGBTQ, transgender, non-conforming youth, it's even higher because again, this man box pushes all of those folks out of the way and really doesn't value them at all. But when we're talking about our boys in particular, they're not taught to express their feelings. They're taught to, when they start crying, we say, stop crying, man up, suck it up, stop acting like this, stop acting like that. And when we tell them to stop crying, we're telling them to stop feeling. They don't know the difference. So to, just as Anna Marie said, when we start developing this language, then boys can sh- understand that, you know what? I can share what's going on with me. It doesn't make me weak. Actually, the vulnerability has strengthened me so I can be better as we move forward. So we're gonna be reducing anxiety, depression, all of those issues that are causing uh, um, young men and men problems can be starting to be resolved at a much earlier age. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jen knows that I always go to the practical side. I'm thinking of our listeners. I have talked to so many parents, even just this last week from Sweden, from Australia, from Canada, who have 14, 15, 16-year-old boys who are suffering big time. I'm a mom of that 15, 16-year-old boy, and I, hey, I have this great book. It arrived in the mail today. I'm not sure it's going to go over so well. Or how do I, how do I introduce this book and these ideas and get them on board with trying one of the dares, taking this on? This episode is sponsored by By Heart. Babies need to eat. And whether you breastfeed or bottle feed, use formula, combine all of the above, you need options. We wanted to let you know about By Heart Baby Formula. By Heart has a patented protein blend that gets the closest to breast milk. It includes two of the most abundant proteins in breast milk. And Byheart actually ran a clinical trial comparing their formula to a leading infant formula and proved that babies on Byheart have softer poops, less spit up, and easier digestion. Byheart is also the only U.S.-made infant formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk. So if you need baby formula for your baby, consider Byheart. New customers can get 10% off your first order by using code onboys at byheart.com. That's B-Y-H-E-A-R-T dot com slash podcast. And it is 10% off your first order. Byheart.com slash podcast. This is a limited time offer and additional terms and conditions may apply. We all know that vitamins can help fill nutritional gaps in our diet. But a lot of us don't like to take vitamins because we don't like swallowing pills. How do you feel about that, Janet? There's some days that I look at my vitamins and go, yeah, I should take those. I'll do it later. But I'll tell you what's changed. I have gotten easy melt vitamins. 
I have the D3 and I have the B12s and a multivitamin and I just pop them in my mouth and they dissolve and I don't have to think about swallowing a vitamin. Yeah, and you don't necessarily need water either to have on hand to get this big vitamin now. Yeah, no, and they taste good and they're sugar-free. They melt quickly. The reason they melt is because of plants, not chemicals. Ah, plant-based nutrition. For a limited time only, you can receive a free, free three-month supply of Easy Melt Vitamin D3 with your first purchase. To claim your free D3, visit try.easymelts.com slash onboys. That's try, T-R-Y dot Easy Melts, E-Z-M-E-L-T-S dot com forward slash onboys. Help, help that mama out with some words for their son. I think our kids really are suffering and COVID has not helped Mm-mm. because when they, you know, they're already so much involved with technology and looking at the phone and the interaction with each other is often on the phone more than I've had my kids be in the same room with, with their friends uh, um, and texting and they're texting each other and sitting next to each other. You know what I mean? So there's so much that's there. We're almost disconnected from that social interaction. And again, COVID hasn't helped that. So, you know, our kids are having a real challenging time. So what I would say is that I would just share the book with them and they can open it at any point. You don't have to read it from front from front to back you nice. just open it and there's a dare right there it, on every page there is a dare so it's right there and also as things um come up with their you maybe you're watching a tv show with them or they're watching something on netflix or hulu or they're streaming something and then if you're familiar with the book because it's a really good entry point for parents you can say oh you know the book i gave you speaks about that right and then maybe they'll go back to it that way Anna marie i'm not sure if you have anything to add Yeah, no, those are all great ideas. I have found that so many moms have read the book first before giving Mm -hmm. it to their kids so that Mm -hmm. they can really identify, you know, they know their children better than Ted and I could ever pretend to know boys in general. And so they know where they need to to fill in the blanks, right, to really Mm -hmm. hone in on. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've had a lot of moms read it first. Uh, and share it if there is a partner in the house, share it with their partner. And like Ted said, there are conversations. I've had friends come back to me and say, we're reading this at the dinner table. Uh, we're doing a dare and I. That's a good idea. We're having conversations at the dinner table that we've never had before. And after we put the kids to bed, my husband is sharing things with me that he's never shared before because he's never had the opportunity. No one has ever created the space for him to think about these issues in this way. Another strategy that I use with all of these books that I bring into my house that, uh, you know, like boys and dating, boys and sex, that my kids are like, seriously, mom, again, leave it lay around the house. Mm-hmm. It's on the kitchen table. The bathroom is a great place to, you know, can yeah. I guarantee that they are going to read it and get everything? No. Is there a pretty high probability they're going to pick it up and take a look? Yeah. And that's at least a starting point. Jen, I have a hilarious story about that. We had uh, maybe two years ago bought the book, It's All Normal. I think that's the title. And Jack had it in his room and he had a sleepover. He had it under the bed. That's just where he kept the book, but that's okay. He had a sleepover and one of the neighbor's kids 
we noticed the next week that the book was gone. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and so one of the neighbor's kids from the sleepover decided, actually, I really need this information. I'm just going to maybe borrow it for a little while. Nobody said a word. I just replaced the book. It went back into the slot under the bed. <laughs> we are educating the neighborhood, people. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, we we had, um, there was a young, we getting a lot of social media activity around the book. People are taking pictures of their kids reading the book and they're fascinated. And um, there was one uh, that I, re that I remember that uh, the young, the young man, well, the boy was said that he is going to, uh, he's going to ask his mom to purchase the book so he can give it to two of his friends so that they can have conversations about it as well. Oh, I love that. You have on your website a free discussion guide available to download, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes for everybody, but it seems like as a parent, that would be a great starting point to kind of get an idea what the book is, and then it helps guide through like how you might use this in your home. Of course, Anna Marie, like you said, you know your family, do what works for you. Yeah, absolutely. The discussion guide kind of gives you some questions that you can use with your, you know, in conversations with your family. It also outlines how all of the dares ladder up to promote healthy manhood, authenticity, and gender equity. And it gives parents a call to men's kind of 101 signature analysis on the man box and on how boys are socialized to view their own manhood and how they're socialized to view women and girls and how that lays the foundation for these issues like gender-based violence and discrimination to persist. What would you say the youngest age is for this book? I'd say, um, let's say seven or eight. Okay. Um, and, uh, but um, there was, again, on social media, <laughs> mom put a picture of this boy who was really challenged by it. He could read the one page that has the dare title. But then when it got into the text of explaining the dare, she was reading it to him. So he's younger than eight. And she was still, we initially wrote it for starting at eight. But uh, even for younger that, you know, you can start having these conversations. Awesome. If you wrote a book with a hundred dares in it, I know that this means that you had a heck of a time brainstorming together and figuring out which those hundred were going to be. I want to hear about some of the dares that didn't make it in the book. Wow. Okay. So, well, you're right. Coming up with a hundred dares was pretty tough. I mean, we, by the time we got to about 60, we were like scratching our head. You like know? what else is there? <laughs> I got to just put a plug in here for Jen, because speaking of a hundred, she's in the hundred day dress challenge. Oh, so yeah. she's been wearing the same dress for a hundred oh, wow. days. So I think wow. there's some, like, you can definitely feel for each other on this hundred number thing. And you're right, Ted, you get like around 60 and you're like, why did I think I was yeah. going to do this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we just kept going at it. And again, we had 20 years of working with men and boys to pull from. So we really just wanted to go deeper and wider, especially around healthy masculinity. What would that look like? So it's not only a dare to ask a girl what she thinks, there's also a dare in there, for instance, um, uh, wear your favorite female athlete's jersey to school, Ooh. right? And yeah, because when we were surveying the boys, and a lot of it came from our surveying the boys. So when we were surveying the boys, we did about a thousand boys. Uh, and, um, you know, it was right at the time when the United States soccer team, yep. women's team, had won the, the uh, World Cup. 
Nice. And they were, many of them were soccer players. And they, and because it's not about the gender of the athlete, it's about the athleticism. It's about their athletic prowess, their success, right? So why does it only have to be right. Tom Brady's jersey? Why can't it be? you know, uh, you know, a woman's jersey who's an athlete. So, so that was one that came from them to wear that to school. And what does that mean? So you're promoting women's sports. You're also buying her jersey. So you're supporting her financially. So all of these other things that, you know, kind of come up from it. So we just had to go deeper and deeper and wider and wider. And we all have, I have children and Marie has a son. So we were able to ask them also. Did the kids come up with some good ideas? Yeah, they did. Um, I don't know if, uh, uh, I think one of them was, for instance, I'm turning to the book. Yes, Dare to Learn Something New About Yourself. So it's really challenging to learn something new about yourself. And then what came from that was Dare to Learn Something New About a Friend, right? So that means asking a question, probing. Mm. And there's another one. Same same family there. Dare to ask someone, uh, one of your friends who does something that you like to teach you how to do it. So it's really around, again, authenticity, engaging, using our language, being vulnerable, asking for, hey, what about this? Can you help me with that? To, To really encourage that we don't have to do it by ourselves. You know, what comes to mind is we interviewed a mom months ago about a boys book club. And this would be yes. a fabulous book to I create a boys book club around. That. that would be just awesome. And, that. you know, of course, COVID, but we can, we can but work they around vir- that. They met yeah. virtually, right? There's no reason why you can't do it virtually. Right, right. So, so shout out there, moms, create some, some buzz around getting a book club together. Excellent idea. I love you know, I, I like prizes. Boys like prizes. Um, yeah. I'm not doing this 100-day dress challenge just because I'm like, let's wear a dress for 100 days. I'm doing it because there's a prize at the end. I get a discount for another dress. Um, I would imagine that moms and boys or dads and boys, coaches and boys, who's ever working through this, you could like brainstorm almost like video games, right? You reach, you complete 10 challenges and you're on level two or whatever. You can make this fun for the kids. Yeah. Well, you know, we're we're looking at all of that. How else can we expand this? One of the things that we want to do is create um, game cards. There we go. Right. Uh, where you have, a, you know, it's a game and you pull out a dare and, and, you know, there you go. So there's all kinds of things. And so as we this was the book was launched in uh, January um, of 2021. So we are really getting our legs under us about the possibilities for this, just getting the book done at this point was really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now it's all the possibilities. And I love some of the ideas you're sharing about, um, you know, having a prize and the boys book club and all of those things is wonderful. I love yeah. it. Well, and of course we'll do our best to promote you. And I know our listeners will share this book with their, with their parenting groups. And I just think this is a really innovative way to approach all of these questions that we have as parents of, you know, how am I going to instill all of this, all of these values in my son? It's like, I got to pack some more things in, but this way it's fun and it's creative. And you, you two have just done an amazing job in, in really looking at 
boyhood and manhood in a completely different way. So hats off to you for that. Thank you so much. No- People can go online and search for the book. They can buy the book online. I'll include the link to the discussion guide. What else uh, do people need to know if they want to find more information about the book? Thank you so much. So uh, if you go to the, our website, a call to men.org, it's right on the homepage. You can also get the book on Amazon, Target. You can just go online. Amazon's really fair, as you all know. It works very well. Uh, and um, we can be followed on social media at a call to men. Okay as well as mine is ted.bunch, but it's all, at a call to men is probably the best way for people to to go. And that's on all the platforms, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, we so much appreciate you, Janet and Jennifer, for using your platform to elevate our work on this book. It's so important. That we're all in this together, Ted. Give us one challenge for us to leave on a challenge that Janet and I can institute in our lives after we get off this call today, a challenge that our listeners can uh, take home to their families. Okay. Purchase a book and give it to a boy in your life. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. I have, I've, the boy just came into my mind and I am going to do that as soon as I get off this call. Great. Jen, you had a great idea. I see I know your which, face. I know which boy I'm going to send mine to, too. Yeah. And it, it, it's not actually going to be one of my four. They just, they get, they get it all through me. <laughs> <laughs> and they just soak that in, Jen. <laughs> yeah, clearly, from what I'm seeing upstairs lately. God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ted and Anna Marie, we wish you all the best. Like, this book just needs to get to go global. We need to be talking dares with our boys and... I'm, I think dads are going to really kind of pick this up and love this a lot. And I oh, just makes me all warm and fuzzy to think about all the conversations that are, that this will foster. Thank you so much. Yeah. So thank you for being here. Thank you for doing your work in the world. It is so important. And, you know, a year ago we would have said even more so, and now a year later, even more so. So yes, power on Ted. You also, (laughs) thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. What a great idea to purchase a book and give it to a boy that you know. I hope you'll do that. You can, of course, find it on Amazon or a call to men.org. I've already purchased my book. I've given it to my nephew and I'm waiting for some feedback on that. And don't forget about Amy Lang, Birds and Bees and Kids, her solution center. It's there waiting for you with tons of resources. Go to birdsandbeesandkids.course, use the code on boys and get that discount. You will love all of the information. You will feel supported. She is a rock star in the world of educating your kids about sex. And that means you are educated about talking with them about sex and healthy relationships. Thanks for joining us here at On Boys. And let us know what you think of this episode. Send us a picture of you with the book. (laughs) 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.